Hey, this is Mark Ballmer from Lessons for Living. We hope that you're enjoying the radio program. This is a great radio station, 91.5. We pray that God will help you do you life right. You have tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make your day count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In what God is doing. And God is, is doing great things. In what year? 2023. This is a brand new year, brand new start for each and every one of us to get on board with God, the plans of God. Let's ask God, Lord, what will you have me to do in 2023? What is your plan? What is your purpose for my life in 2023? Where on your wall do you want me to work? Where on your wall, God, do you want me to work in 2023? I want to live a fruitful life in 2023. That should be your purse. That should be your prayer, your commitment, your your word that you declare. Lord, show me. Like the psalmist says in Psalm 25, David says, Lord, show me the path that I should take. <laughs> Direct me because you are my God. And in you, I trust all the day long of my life. I will trust you. And Nehemiah, before he had set out to do this great work, before he even had the encounter with the king, he made sure that he had fasted and he prayed. He made sure that he heard from God. He yes. wasn't just going on an emotion. He wasn't just going on a whim. But he made sure that he fully understood what he was being sent to do. In Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 4, So it was when I heard these words, so when he got the report, that the survivors who were left from the captivity in the providence were in great distress and reproach and that the wall of Jerusalem was broken down and its gates were burned with fire. When he got that report, when he heard those words, the Bible says in verse 4, that he sat down and wept and mourned for many days. I was fasting and praying before the God of heaven. And I said, says Nehemiah talking, I pray, Lord God of heaven, O great and awesome God, you who keep your covenant and mercy with those who love you and observe your commandments. Please let your ear be attentive and your eyes open that you may hear the prayer of your servant, which I pray before you now day yes. and night for the children of Israel, your servants, and confess the sins of the children of Israel, which we have sinned against you. Both my father's house and I have sinned. We have acted very corruptly against you and have not kept the commandments, the statutes, nor the ordinances which you commanded your servant Moses. Remember, I pray, the word that you commanded your servant Moses, saying, If you are unfaithful, I will scatter you among the nations. But if you return to me and keep my commandments and do them, though some of you were cast out to the farthest part of the heavens, yet I will gather them from there and bring them to a place which I have chosen as a dwelling for my name. Now these are your servants and your people 
whom you have redeemed by your great power and by your strong hand. O Lord, I pray, please let your ear be attentive to the prayer of your servant and to the prayer of your servants who desire to fear your name. And let your servant prosper this day, I pray, and grant him mercy in the sight of this man. For I was the king's cupbearer. And we know in the book of Acts, it tells us that refreshing comes in the presence of God after repentance. So Nehemiah, not only does he bring forth repentance for himself, but for the group, the people group, he brings repentance for his family. And the refreshing comes then in the presence of God. The favor comes then in the presence of God. The project is clearly viewed by him in the presence of God. And the vision is then accepted by other people. Why? Because they're refreshed by the presence of God. How did that happen? Through repentance. That's exactly right. Uh, In 2023, as we close this first week program, I want to make strong emphasis as we build in this year. What are we building? Building lives, building strong communities, building families. Let us ask God how to do it, to show us how to do it. And you rightly point, Nehemiah didn't just get up and start to work. In Nehemiah chapter 1, he prayed when he heard, when he heard of the distress that is pe- the people were living in and that the city walls have been broken down and, and the reproach there. He go talk to God. He prayed. He fasted. He wanted to know his portion. He wanted to know his part. What to do? David give us a glimpse in Psalms 25, verse 4. David give us a glimpse of how to pray, to find, to seek out God in all situations. David says, show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your path. Isn't that powerful? Mm -hmm. In 2023, let this be our prayer. O Lord, show me your ways. Teach me your path. Lead me in your truth. And teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. Is that powerful? Make your day count, family. We pray that prayer. Lord, I need to know your ways. I need to know your truth. And I going to depend on you to teach me, for you're the God of my salvation. And I will wait all day on you. I won't run. I won't go ahead. I want to be in step with you. Verse 6 of there of Psalm chapter 25, yeah. it aligns with Nehemiah's prayer as well. He says, remember, O Lord, your tender mercies yes. and your loving kindness, for they are from of old. old. Just like he told them when Nehemiah was praying, praying, he said, but if you return to me and keep my commandments and do them, though some of you were cast out to the furthest parts of heavens, yet I will gather them from there and bring them to the place which I have chosen as the dwelling for my name. 
Now these are your servants, servants. and your people yes. whom you have redeemed by your great power and by your strong hand. Oh, Lord, I pray, please let your ear be attentive to the prayer of your servant. So it is also was the same with Solomon. When he, when God had came to him, the spirit of the Lord had came to him and said, ask, what can I do for you? Solomon, he said, look, I'm ruling over your people. I'm going to need some um, wisdom here. I'm, I'm going to need the ability to be able to justly rule over your people and do what you assigned me to do. So when we start seeing it as the other people are God's people, that other situations that are not particularly our situation are still God's situation. So we have a right, we have an ability to be involved in, in those things, in establishing God's will for that situation, for that community, for that area, because we are all of one covenant. So our concern has to be for others as well as for ourselves. Because when we believe, when we know that God got us, it makes us easily, more confidently be able to do for others because we know that first God got us. But if we're always um, just living by that survival instinct that we're only just looking out for ourselves because we might not have, we might not have, we might not have, then we're not um, full ourselves. We're not confident ourselves in God as being that provider for us. We have to be confident in that, knowing that if I'm going to do God's work and I'm doing it his way, that it's not going to lack his supply, that my house isn't going to lack because I'm sowing into your house, wow. that we're doing it from the overflow. We know that God, he that he has fully equipped us, that his promises to us are completely true. So we're able to extend ourselves. We're able to extend our gifting and let God take care of the rest, knowing he got me. He got a million ways to make me rich. He got all kinds of favor that he could bestow upon me to have me go above and beyond where I am now by and serving other people. God is able. He's exceedingly able to do above, ex exceedingly above and beyond all that we could think, ask, or imagine how through the power of God that worketh in us. So we have to be confident that the power of God is working in us to bring change, to bring restoration to situations as we arise and build. We're confident. We know God got us. He brought me from a mighty long way, and he's continuing to bring me even further. We're confident in that. That has to be our declaration as we go back in our prayers of remembrance and we um, declare back to God the good hand of him that has been upon us, as Nehemiah did, and that we're saying it's time to move forward. It's time to arise and build. It's time to serve the God who has continually looked out for us and cared for us in this earth realm. It's time to honor that God. Yes, it's time to, for us to rise up and do it. Let us arise. Let us get out of the place of complacency and get into a new place. This place is the place of doing, the place of building, building strong Christian relationship, building intimate relationship with God. Let us build. Uh, when the call is, is here in 2023, arise and build. Build in these years. Let's start build our prayer life. Let's build our prayer life with God. Start right there. I'm going to have a good prayer life with God. And I am going to start now. 
Let's start build our devotional life. Let's start to read the scripture. Just one verse every day. Make a commitment that you will read the scripture. You don't have to read a, a entire, the entire chapter, but one verse, yes. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 14 says, Therefore, he says, Awake, you who sleep. Arise from the dead, yes. and Christ will give you life. life. So all last um, week and the previous weeks, we were talking about understanding the pathway to advancement. So how do we get understanding through light? How yeah. do we get light? Well, step one, he said, awake, yes. you who sleep. Arise from the dead, yes. and Christ will give you light. So yes. we have to put forth, take forth that initiative on the front end, and the rest will come in the doing. Verse 15, it says, see then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the God Lord is. is. So we understand that by doing, by awaking from our sleep, arising from the dead, knowing that Christ is Christ who gives us light in every situation. He will get, he will enlighten you, ignite in you the passion for his purpose. But first, you got to wake up. You know, you don't feel nothing when you sleep. People could do all kinds of stuff when you asleep and you don't know. Like, you know, you see the little videos and they do little pranks when somebody's asleep. When, it's when you're awake that you're able to respond. So we have to awake from our sleep, arise from the dead, and know that Christ will give us the light. So it's time to move. It's time to arise and build. Build the part of the wall that is assigned to you and your family. Make Thank you count. for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. Realty is a friendly, knowledgeable, active, and accessible real estate agent here in Brevard County. Keller Williams is known for real estate services all across the world, and Wayland specializes in helping buyers purchase the right place to call home, as well as helping sellers market and negotiate the sale of their single family home, condo, vacant land, or business. Wayland Duff can be reached at 321 536 5973 or visit waylandduff.kw.com. Wayland Duff with Keller Williams. Space Coast Realty is your local realtor.